Hello, friends. Welcome to the Film Obsessed Couple. I'm yeah. Shelly. And if you just heard a beatboxing, that means I left it in during edit. And if you didn't, <laughs> I was too embarrassed and cut it out. I'm Scott. I did a little beatbox of the Top Gun theme. I love it. Because... Yeah, that's what we're going to do today is Top Gun. We're talking about Top Gun. But not the new, new one. No, the old, old one. Yeah, the old, old 1986 one. Yes, the old one before Tom Cruise could act because there's some scenes in here where he has to cry and he never does. It's true. He does the whole thing where he's like kind of looking off into space, like (laughs) squinting a little bit, like, oh, tears would be coming if I could do this. (laughs) Yeah, and we did this, uh, it's kind of... I don't even know what we're doing this month or what our theme was, but it's it's off the rails like we normally are. Yeah, it's gone by the wayside. Because we are the crazy train. But we watched this because we were wanting to go and see the Top Gun Maverick in the theaters. Yes. And we're like, well, it's been like forever since we've seen the first one, so we wanted to see it and... Why not just do a podcast about it? Everybody else is talking about it. Why not us? I have seen a lot of reaction videos of people talking about it online. So, yeah, might as well join it. We wanted to watch the new one, so wanted to get refreshed. I remember this one pretty well. I didn't think that you had seen this for a bit. No, it had. Yeah, no, I didn't remember some of it. Yeah. I mean, the gist of it, sure, but I didn't remember a lot, like, like who dies in it. Yeah. Like it's something to do with planes, right? Right. Yeah. They take off. Um, so yeah, we, we did a little refresher. We watched this and then the next day we went and watched the new Top Gun movie, which I really liked. I did too. I'm really glad we saw it in theaters. That's what I kept hearing. Everybody that had seen it was like, watch it in the biggest screen you can. Yeah. And probably by the time this is released, it's probably out of theaters by now. I would imagine. I don't oh, know. Oh, when this is released. So say it still is, and it's still making money. Yeah, but we're at the beginning of July, and this will be... Somewhere. Um, In August? Maybe. Shit, I'm off. <laughs> you listening to this, uh, look at your phone and see what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. No. <laughs> but there's quite the cast in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, and some people made it big from this, I think, at least... Tom Cruise. Yes, he, I think he may have been in some movies beforehand, but yeah, he, like this movie made everybody pretty big. Like Val Kilmer did not want to do this movie, but he was contractually obligated to, I read IMDb. um, And this is like one of the most famous movies he's known for. Yeah, man. Can you imagine if he didn't? Yeah. I mean, he probably still would have been a star, but there's a really fucking sad scene. I watched that documentary, Val, about his life, you know. Oh, yes. With, Heartbreaking. Now, yeah, now that he has throat cancer or had it. And there's a really sad scene where he's at some convention and he's signing things for people. And it's just person after person. He's signing posters of Top Gun and they're like, uh, can you sign it? You can be my wingman anytime. Aww. And he like signs it and the next person's like, sign it, my, you can be my wingman. He's like, Shh, sign. <laughs> it's just person after person. It's just the same thing over and over again. Man. But there is also a very sad scene where he's like, "I'm well, I won't do his voice, but he can't talk very well. But he's like, I'm tired. Can I take a break? And they're like, sure. So they put him in a wheelchair and put like a blanket over him <laughs> and wheel him away. Like a bird? Like, yeah. Like... <laughs> He'll go to sleep if he can't see you. I think it was just so people wouldn't try to stop him. But it's just so sad where it's just these two people wheeling him in a chair and he's got like a blanket over his head. Oh, goodness. But I just was watching that scene, and I'm like, man, everybody probably thinks they're being so original, where it's like, 
can you sign it? You can be my wingman anytime. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've never heard that and before. He's like, I've done this a million times. I can do it with my eyes closed. That's like the guy in Tombstone. God, I can't remember what his name was in the movie. Turkey Creek or Jack Jack. One of the guys. But we met him. He was signing yeah. or he was selling prints of his work. He's an artist down in Branson. Mm-hmm. And he signed it law and order every time. Which for people that are fans of Tombstone, which Val Kilmer's in, so we're relating it a little bit, should know who that guy is. But I'm sure, God, he must have gotten that so many times, so that's when he fucking just like started writing it himself. Like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Can you sign it Law and Order every time? He's like, yeah, sure. Law and order. He's like, you know what? I'm going to pre-sign him, and you just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it. We also have Kelly McGillis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who plays Charlie, which is the love interest of Tom Cruise. Which Tom Cruise had to wear lifts in his shoes because she's 5'10 and he's 5'7. Oh, wow. I think that's every Tom Cruise movie, though. Yeah, he's he's a little on the shorter side, but yeah. he's still taller than me a little bit. I'm 5'6, so. You'd be perfect to be his love interest. Tiny. I need the short, shorter women. I don't think I'm his type. <laughs> You're not crazy. <laughs> Which, that's the thing. I mean, Tom Cruise in real life, I feel, my opinion, cuckoo nut man. Yeah, you know, he hasn't really gone off on Scientology in a bit, I feel. Yeah. Like, when he first got into it, he was like a newborn Christian where they're like, I gotta tell everybody about it. I love Jesus. I love God. And he's like, I love Scientology. Been there. He hasn't seemed to... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He hasn't seemed to really have gone off crazy in a bit, but I gotta admit, he seems like a good dude in podcasts and stuff that he's been in. He seems really nice. He seems very dedicated to what he does. Shelly, uh, when we first started this, was like, oh, I bet this new Top Gun movie is going to suck. And I'm like, actually, it's getting really good reviews. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were like, you were shocked because, you know. No, I was, yeah. It's not uncommon for a movie to come out so many years after the old one and be like terrible. But mm-hmm. I'm like, Tom Cruise, man, you got to hand it to him. He does not half-ass it. No, and, and I think that's when I'm like, really realize that his work ethic is amazing like he's in it to win it yes yeah in it to win it yeah he doesn't like in a podcast i listened to with him with nerdist podcast he really went in depth on how like he wants to know how to do it mm-hmm. he's like when i'm doing something in a movie i want to take the time and know how to do it or show me how to do it yeah that's me all the way <laughs> if yeah. i'm ever in a movie i'm like i need to know that kung fu move for real Yes, there's a well. I won't show, won't tell the show because it just came out and spoilers. But there's a show we were watching where someone plays the guitar, and you said something to the effect yeah. of like, "I would want to know how to do it." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Play the guitar for that short amount of time." Yeah, absolutely. It takes a long time. I just I don't like it when I find out that they were just faking it. Yes, and it's like, what? No, I want the real thing. So update to that, and I will still not name the show, but I did find out. That that character, the guy who plays the character, can play guitar, but they actually did hire somebody else to do like the crazy stuff. Oh, I see. Which it makes sense because God, how how long did they film that for? You know, and mm. he's got to be perfect for everything. Like, are they going to waste time for him to be like, oh, I hit the wrong note on the guitar, reset, do it again? No, oh, we're going to get somebody that can nail it. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Probably why they only showed the hands and a lot of parts. Yeah, the wide shots where he's, you know, it shows the whole character. and You can tell it's the actor. Mm-hmm. That's why I was looking at his right hand where you pick with. And I'm like, that's not moving in, this, in the way that it would be when he's playing the song. So. Gotcha. But Tom Cruise loves to know how to do it. We also have Anthony Edwards, who plays Goose and is Maverick's, I don't know, what do you call him? Backseater? I guess. 
He's the backseat driver. I guess in the movie, I think they call him Rio. Or I hear some people being like, oh, you got your Rio driver or whatever. I don't know. Mm. You don't really get a good idea of what he does in this movie, but in Top Gun Maverick, you do get a better sense of what's back there. Mm-hmm. There is some scenes where, and not to spoil that, but there are some scenes where you see the back seat and it looks fucking crazy back there, like all the switches and shit. Mm-hmm. So, but this this movie, he's kind of all just like, oh, uh, there's a man behind us and he's turning his head back and forth. And I'm like, don't you have things that you can see with? You have to pull out like a prison mirror to see where the guy is behind you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're like literally whipping their head around. Yeah. Like, we got a man in the back. Oh, God. Probably getting whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> And we have Meg Ryan in here that plays Carol, who is Goose's wife. They dated for a while after this in mm-hmm. real life. Yeah. And she wasn't in it for too long. I think this is one of her first movies, or her first big movies. Yeah, she did good. Didn't she have like a um, like an eyebrow piercing in this movie? I thought mm-hmm. I saw that. I don't know. In this movie? Could be. I don't know. No. No. <laughs> she did. not. Not that I'm against piercings, but... I just don't see her having that. She had short hair. Yeah, in the pictures that I show, it's all showing really the same one. It's just her hair is like right by her eyes. And it kind of looks like something. I don't know. I I was just going off the top of my head. And like, I remember seeing her in the movie and being like, oh, is that a piercing? Tom Skerritt. Mm -hmm. He plays Viper. Yep. Been around a lot. Tom Skerritt. Rick Rosovich. Yep. Plays Slider. He's Val Kilmer's rear guy. Okay. Michael Ironside. Yep. And I, they have so much on his name. He's Lieutenant Commander Rick Jester Heatherly. Well, everybody's got their own code names in this what movie. What the fuck? That's like <laughs> Tom Cruise's Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell. So they all have their own like code names. Cla- uh, Clarence Gilliard is Sundown. Mm-hmm. John Stockwell Cougar. And Barry Tubb is Wolfman. And these are all like plain people. Yeah. Plane. <laughs> They're just plain. No, they they um fly the plane. I don't really know. We'll get into it. Those those are who we've got. A couple of other names you didn't mention there real yeah, quick is yeah. we've got James Tolkien as what is his name on there? He's the bald headed guy that's always giving him shit. Well, James Tolkien, he's the guy that he was in Back to the Future as Strickland, so you you guys know who he is, but and then we've got Tim Robbins. As Merlin, he is the backseat driver that Maverick gets later in the movie, but one of the first movies Tim Robbins did, James Tolkien, Stinger. Yeah, I don't think they ever say his name, but he's the guy on the aircraft carrier at the beginning and the end, where he's like, you two characters are going to Top Gun. Okay, yeah. So. They they show recent pictures. Oh, he's like a very old man now. Yeah, and just like, okay, it does not look like, you know, 1986. No, which is very funny because he plays badass characters like he's always up in maverick's face in this he's up Mm -hmm. in marty mcfly's face in the back to the future series but he seems like a very nice guy no i'm sure but he's very old now and i'm will hate the day that he goes but yeah he he plays stinger they never say his name but he's like on the aircraft carrier guy so it starts off with writing oh talking about and so does here's a little tip for top gun 2 it starts the exact same way as top gun 1 it does i even think it says the same exact thing it's the exact same not thing not to spoil anything i don't think well, that's too big of a spoiler no, i mean it happens the same it's just writing about like oh this special school or what was established in the 60s or whatever the hell and it's called whatever but the pilots call it and then it switches and it's like top gun mhm it's like the best 
fighter pilots ever come together. Yeah, because they just have to know. They can't just be like a team. They're like, we need to know who is the best. That's right. That's Top Gun. And I'm like, how much money are we spending for this? And like, shut the hell up. Yeah, we you need shut, to find out. You shut the hell up. <laughs> we need to know who's the best. So yeah, we start on this aircraft carrier, which I read that the military charged the movie company or Paramount, who made this movie, one point eight million dollars to use their planes and their aircraft carriers for the movie. Shit. And this was in 1986. Wow. So that's a lot. Good thing they made a lot of money off this movie. Yeah, they did, and this movie was a huge hit. One of the other points of trivia is that, like, uh, the director, Ridley Scott, rest in peace, he's no longer with us now, but he wanted the shots of the planes, like, taking off and landing at the beginning to be, like, in the sunset. So they were losing the light. He told the aircraft carrier commander to be like, hey, can you turn this thing around to be facing the other direction? Because I want to still get the shots of the planes taking off. And the guy's like, okay, well, let me get my commander and we'll, we'll figure this out. So they did it and they lost the light again or the sun changed or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, turn it back around again. We need to get more light. And he's like, um, they're not going to let me do that again. It costs $25,000 every time we move this thing in a different direction. Or wow. Something like that. So Ridley Scott uh, responded by writing him a personal check for $25,000. Holy shit. Which he later said the check bounced. <laughs> but they moved it. <laughs> We want if we wrote a check out for twenty five thousand here to smooth the damn plane, like that's not going to clear at all. And then I would be like, we got to get the fuck off before they realize. <laughs> Let's shoot this and get the fuck out of here. Uh, but yeah, you, you get planes taking off and landing, and you get the greatest song of all time behind it. You get Danger Zone. Oh yeah. Which I may or may not have beatboxed at the beginning of this, depending on how I feel <laughs> when I edit it. Yeah, Kenny Loggins, he did a few songs for this. He did this, and he did the song that a lot of men figured out their sexuality to, Playing With The Boys, when they did the volleyball. Oh, wow. Which is just such a funny title, Playing With The Boys. What does that mean? In this, it obviously means playing volleyball, but you can put it on and it means anything. I mean, there's a lot to read into that, and I don't want to say anything because it all sounds awful. Yeah. So, yeah, the planes are taken off, and then we get Maverick and Goose, they're in one plane together, and we get Cougar and Merlin are in another plane together. I guess they're doing checks or whatever the fuck, I don't know, but they get word that there is a MiG. Uh, They don't tell what country this is from. Mm -mm. I don't think they do that because, you know, if they said one country or the other, they wouldn't be able, they'd be fucked. Like, they'd probably... Oh, absolutely. There is a star on their face gear of the other pilots. It's just a red star. So, I mean, you would automatically assume Russia, but they just don't say it. I was going to say Russia. It yeah. just seems like a fight in place. Like, well, you, you don't want to fuck with Russia. Well, it was the Cold War. You know, uh, let me check my math on that one later. But the Cold War, where we were not on good terms with Russia, which we aren't again now today. But, yeah. you know, it, it was like in that the remake of Red Dawn. In the movie, I think they fought China. And China was like the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> why are you making us the villains? And they're like, well, we'll change it to North Korea. <laughs> so we'll drag North Korea through the shit. Well, we're not very on That's very good terms nice. with North Korea. I think it could have been ba- backwards or vice versa, but I think we initially made China the villains and they were like, you don't want us as a villain in that movie. Yes. I mean, I, I don't blame them. Yeah. But I mean, for a movie, you kind of have to have some kind of villain. And I mean, if it's yeah. another country, what are you going to do? Make one up? 
They could. They, they very well could. It's the same in the new Top Gun. Spoiler alert. There's no, they don't say what country it is. Yeah. I guess it's just leave it to your imagination. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, you know, they want to, the, the studios behind the scenes want to open this in many theaters as they can. So they don't want to piss off other countries to get it banned. Yeah, if you happen to hear a cat, yeah. our cat Barry is having some issues right now. For some reason, he's very upset, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. yeah. So he's meowing a lot. <laughs> yeah, Cougar, I think Cougar is flying, and he gets, he sees some uh, MiGs. They call them MiGs. They don't say Russian or anything, but MiGs. And there's a running thing behind this, in this movie, a running theme of, like, no one has seen these planes before. They were like, oh, no one knows what these planes can do. Or, oh, and Maverick throughout the whole movie is like, well, I did. I got to see him. Right. They're they're special. You don't think Cougar would be like, you know, everyone patting him on the back because he was there and saw him too. <laughs> but, yeah, Cougar is, you know, kind of freaking out because these guys are just around. And then Maverick gets sent out there to kind of be with him. And he scares them off by locking onto them like he's going to fire on them. Mm-hmm. Which I think Stinger, James Tolkien, tells them not to fire unless they are fired upon. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, that's bullshit. That seems like, okay, wait. Because they could shoot us down before we even have a shot. Yeah, I know. Well, he says it later in the movie where he's like, well, the next planes are going to be you know, launched in 10 minutes. And Stinger goes, 10 minutes, bullshit. This will be over in two minutes. So it's mm-hmm. like these, go, these fights go quick. So... One of the MiGs gets a lock on Cougar, and then Maverick comes in, and he gets a lock on one, and then MiG flies off. He's just trying to scare him, and then he does this move, which I guess seems like it would be pretty damn impossible, where he flips the plane upside down Mm -hmm. and flies down above this. It's one of the more famous parts of the movie. He's like right above the MiG, and he flips him off. Right, and And the goose takes a picture. Yes. Which is funny. And the MiG's like, shit, this guy can fly, and goes off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not fucking with these guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> so, you know, as you would, Cougar is very rattled by this. He's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And Maverick's like, well, I'm going home. I'll see you there. And they realize that Cougar is messed up. Like he, He's having a panic attack. Yeah, he has like a picture of his wife and baby in his cockpit and keeps looking at him. And Maverick, against orders, takes back off. He lands and takes back off to guide him in. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a great scene with Token where he's like, Maverick, you land that plane. And when he takes back off, he goes, God damn it, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> so Maverick breaks rules and they keep saying like they don't, like, both of them don't have fuel for to do this. But Maverick guides Cougar back in. And it's funny because they make it seem like Cougar is not going to land. Like they show this plane wobbling. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Cougar, pull it up. It's like, pull up, Cougar, pull up. And then he just lands it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's a little in there you know mm-hmm. but I, i'm like if they're borrowing these planes they're not going to be like oh we're gonna clip a wing or something yeah which there is a scene in the new top gun which shows what they do in a land in an emergency situation mm-hmm. which i'm like why i guess maybe they didn't know or didn't have the money to do it but why didn't they do what they do at the end of this new one you know they put the oh yeah mm-hmm. I, they put up like a like a it's a net net yeah to catch them mm-hmm Spoilers. You know what? We're going to have spoilers for Top Gun 2. I'm sorry. Well, and I knew, I don't know. I saw that somewhere in another movie, or maybe I read it somewhere that that's, that's just, you know, what they have. So that hopefully that's like common knowledge or yeah, if maybe you know so. anything about planes and landing and stuff, that's something that, that they have. Yeah. So we get Cougar. He's talking to Tolkien Stinger in the movie, and he's just like, I 
I can't do this anymore. And Tolkien's like, well, we've had this conversation before. You've been okay after. And he's like, no, 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 this is, this is different. He says something like he's never met his kid at this point. Yeah, that's, and that's probably true for a lot of, you know, soldiers out Military, there. Military, yeah. And that's just so sad. Yeah, it's very sad. He's just like, I almost made him an orphan today. And he throws his wings in, which... Which you hopefully you would get to keep. Those are pretty damn cool looking. He throws his like wings on the table, shows mm-hmm. he's a pilot, I guess, and he thanks Maverick as he walks out. He thanks him for helping. He's like, "Thank you for helping me land." And and then now Stinger is bitching at Maverick and Goose, and he tells him that he put Maverick. He goes through all the list of shit that Maverick's been in trouble for. Uh, like he says he keeps buzzing towers, and he also <laughs> says that he's been put in hack twice, which I had to look that up, and that means he's been confined to quarters. Like, unable to leave his own quarters oh, twice. damn. So he... Like in solitary? I guess like so. in prison? <laughs> well, he's not in jail. He's in his own quarters, but he can't leave. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, why in the hell would you ever give this guy a promotion if he's an asshole? He's good. But he gives the the famous line where he's like, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. Whoa. Ooh. That's, that's deep, man. That's a very famous line. It comes up in movies and stuff before. But... Because Cougar is now gone, they have an open slot, and Maverick and Goose both... He says something of Maverick and Cougar were going to go to Top Gun, but now because Goose is out, or now because Cougar is out, Goose is going to go with them. Okay. So now they're both getting to go to Top Gun. Yay! And they were, like, trying to be professional, but they also had a smirk on their face. Yeah. So I was like, that's funny. He says the very famous line, he's like, You two characters are going to Top Gun! (laughs) Just, I love the way this guy talks. Top gun. And he does have a funny line, too, here where he says, if you're going to fly a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Oh. And then there's also, here's the backstory. He goes, Maverick, you can tell me about this MiG some other time. Which, again, everybody wants to know about this MiG. No one has ever seen them. You think he would be like, I'm getting Cougar back in here. He's not going anywhere. We're on a fucking aircraft carrier. He's going to tell me all about this MiG. So we get the another famous scene of the movie is Maverick's riding his motorcycle. And yeah, he sees a uh, plane fly by and he does the whole like, yeah, white power. Yeah. <laughs> and no, he, he just lifts his arm up. <laughs> no, he's just like being a badass. And it's just like no big deal. Yeah. It's like whatever. This is what I do every day. Which I think he still rides the same motorcycle in Top Gun too. Mm-hmm. I think so. You think you'd want to upgrade on that, or maybe it's a classic, I don't know. But it is very funny, too, because in the new one, he's riding around with Jennifer Connelly, and I'm just like, get a car. How fucking crazy would it be? It's like, I'm in my 50s, Tom Cruise is almost 60 now, and I gotta ride shotgun in the back seat of a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> we get introduced to the cast of characters. Michael Ironside, he's Jester, he's like the second in command of this class, it seems like. Michael Ironside's been in a ton of movies, he's got a very deep voice. He's like, all right, you get your butts above the hard deck. Well, oh, Michael Ironside was in the office with us here. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Val Kilmer is shown sitting in this class, and they're talking about it and kind of going over like the whole, like, you know, this is going to determine the best of the best, and whoever wins Top Gun this, this season or whatever gets their name on a plaque in the back of the class. Mm-hmm. So special. They're talking about shooting down planes and stuff, and I think it's either Wolfman or Hollywood leans over to the other person and is like, this gives me such a hard on. <laughs> I don't know. And then the other one goes, don't tease me. Oh. Like, Jesus Christ, what is going on in this part well, here? hello. We have a love story going on that we don't get more information on. That's a little ominous. But Tom Skerritt, is, he asks Maverick, he's like, do you think you're the best of the best? And he's like, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
pretty arrogant. It's like, I like that in a pilot. <laughs> I'm like, what? And that's the thing going on, too, is like hardcore pornography is about to break out at any time in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like these men are ready to go. They are. So they're at this military bar now. And the sign at the front of the bar says Animal Night. I don't know what the hell that means. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, is that their porn movie? I guess. <laughs> because it's Animal Night. And the feeling's right. <laughs> we get Val Kilmer's call sign here. Goose is like, he's called Iceman because that's the way he flies. Ooh. By the book, Ice Cold. Whoa. Yeah. And his uh, guy in the back, his name is Slider because that's his favorite type of hamburgers when he goes to restaurants. <laughs> Iceman and Slider come up and they kind of give Maverick and Goose shit. You know, they're in their face kind of talking about they're the best, you know. And as they walk away, Goose has a very weird line where he's like, they were abused as children. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought that was funny. It's funny because it's probably true. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, they, they talk now. They have a bet where Goose is like, all right, man, here's the bet. $20 for you to pull a lady. You have to have sex on the premises with her. Mm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a fucking bet. <laughs> fucking crazy yeah that's awful yeah it's like okay i'm gonna go ahead and just put my military career in jeopardy because they could very well call it the cops i imagine for doing that uh-huh so this is when tom cruise he sees kelly mcgillis her name code name is charlie mm-hmm. her name is like charlotte something or other but her code name's charlie she's with this older man in the bar she's waiting for him and this guy is the real viper in real life like the instructor for top gun oh wow and it's kind of funny they give they make fun of him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Cruise is like, "Oh, you're with that old man, that old guy." Fuck that old guy. I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> maybe she does." I'm a real pilot. Who knows? I'm teaching you guys how to fly. <laughs> Come on, guys. So he he talks to her and it doesn't really go anywhere. So he goes to Goose and he does the whole like, "Well, Goose, she's lost that love and feeling." And he's like, "No, no, 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 please God, no, no." And he's like, "God, I hate it when she does that." Because Maverick gets a microphone and they start singing the song. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bar. Yeah, they they just all break out to do this. They're all being his wingman to help get him laid on the premises. It's just my luck. That's like something I would do. And then everybody would just be like, what is that weirdo doing? <laughs> no one would join in. Why is she singing this song? And why does it sound awful? Yeah, nobody would join in. It's very funny because he also introduces himself to her as Maverick. She's like, what's your name? And he's like, Maverick. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm a pilot. But like, you'd think they would give her his actual name. Like, yeah, my like, name's Pete. It's a real name. She does have a funny line here where she's like, oh, are you a professional singer? And he's like, no. She's like, well, it's a good thing you're a pilot because you would never make money as a professional singer. Oh. So he does what any psycho would do after she rejects his, you know, offer is she goes to the bathroom and he follows her. Yeah. I mean, th- that's normal. Everybody does that. I get followed to the bathroom all the time. Yeah, and she finds it cute. <laughs> yeah. She finds it very funny. And I even put my notes that it was very creepy. It, it is extremely creepy. He, he is very creepy in this movie. Yeah, and he's way up in her bubble. Like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, she makes a joke where she's like, oh, you want to you wanna get it on on the floor right now or whatever? And he's like, well, I'm saving you from that old fucker in the... <laughs> I mean, the guy's just like, hey... Hey, I'm a nice guy. I'm an actual pilot, asshole. I taught you how to fly. I took you up and got you this movie. <laughs> she rejects him again, and then she walks out of the bathroom past Goose, and she's like, oh, your friend was amazing. Mm-hmm. And Goose has a funny line when Tom Cruise comes out, but he's like, nah. <laughs> like, that didn't happen. <laughs> so we're in class the next day, and 
Michael Ironside is like, oh, we we have a civilian contractor here that's going to go over the data. She has like a degree in whatever the fuck, like planes or something. I don't know. Flight mechanics. Something like that, yeah. I just made it up. Sure. (laughs) And he's like, there's a very fucked up line where he was like, she is a civilian and you will not salute her. Oh, (laughs) I missed that, I guess. Yeah. Damn. Which I did read in the trivia. It was because there's no fraternization allowed between... At least at the time. I don't know. So that's why they were like, well, we need to have this love story. But in real life, they wouldn't be allowed to if she was in the military with him. I see. But it's her. It's Charlie. Yeah. And he's like freaking out. He's like, oh, God damn it. I just. They're both like, oh, shit. Yeah, we just fucked this up. Mm -hmm. So she starts going over the data of the MiG. It's this story going on in the background of everyone wants to know what this MiG is about. And he tells her that her information's wrong. And he's like, I've seen what it could do. I was there. I know everything because I've seen it. Yes. This is kind of where we get close-ups of Maverick's or uh, Tom Cruise's face. Mm -hmm. And you can clearly see his unibrow. (laughs) This was bothering you. I didn't even notice it. Oh, my gosh. I just can't stand it. And maybe it's because I'm personally, like, plucking my eyebrows. Not a whole lot. But it's just, oh, I don't like it when they start getting crazy. And his was crazy. Yeah. Well... He tells her, he was like, yes, I was there. He's like, I did this, you know, this, the MIG did all this and that. And I was able to do a, they call it like an inverted G dive or something like that. And she was like, why, why were you doing that? And he was like, what were you doing upside down like that? And he's like, communicating. (laughs) And Goose is like, "Uh, flipping the bird, you know, the the finger (laughs) flips her off. She's like, yes, I I know what that means. He's like, it's great. I got a real great Polaroid of it. But Val Kilmer does a funny thing here where he goes, bullshit, which was improvised. And everybody laughing is real. Oh, wow. I love it when that stuff happens in movies. But yeah, he's like, oh, I did a inverted dive and did that. And then she's like, oh, well, you're the one everyone talks about. Like, you're the one that did this crazy ass stunt and saw the MIG. And he's like, yes, I was. That was me. I'm the hot stuff. So she stops him after class because they're going to go on a big flight or whatever. And she's like, I would really love to know what you saw or, you know, I'm, I need all the information about this MIG. What, could you really go over it with me? And he's like, it's classified. He's like, Look it up. <laughs> yeah. Being a real asshole. Being hard to get now. I guess so. But while they're getting into their uniforms and stuff, Iceman has a very good question. He's like, yo, Maverick, um... Your story doesn't really check out here. Um, you said Cougar was in trouble. Who was covering Cougar while you were doing this dive? You know, mm. this upside down dive. And he's like, well, Cougar was fine. He's yeah. like, he could handle himself. He left his wingman. Yeah. So we get a, like the first flight of the class or whatever where they're doing some flight training. And Jester, Michael Ironside, is their target. He's going to go after all of them and... They have this rule where they're like, all right, do not go below 10,000 feet in the air. That's what we call the hard deck. Mm-hmm. So they're flying and shit like that. And Maverick, you know, Jester goes below the hard deck and Maverick follows him. And he does get Jester. He actually gets him in his sights, you know, but he broke the rules. That's, yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay if Jester does it, but nobody else can. And this is where Maverick does his favorite, his thing where... Jester is behind him at first, and Maverick's like, I'm going to bring him in closer. I'll hit the brakes, and he'll fly right by. Mm-hmm. And so that's when Jester goes below the deck, and Maverick follows and gets him. Yeah, which, I don't know. That seems like it'd be really hard to just stop a plane like that. 
When it is when it's in the movie, it looks like the plane kind of almost goes up. Yeah. So and it he, slows down. Yeah. Quite a bit. So it seems like he goes up, and then the plane goes underneath him because he's still going like super fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to look up to see if that's even possible. But yeah. maybe it would be if they. I'm gonna say yes since it was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> since it was in there. <laughs> yeah. It's it's real if it's in a movie. Yeah. Well, Jester is pissed. He has the great line where he's like, "Get your butts above the hard deck and go." <laughs> So he, that's a terrible Michael Ironside impression. <laughs> so Maverick and Goose are flying back to the, to the base or whatever. And he's like, we're going to buzz the tower. Mm-hmm. And Goose is like, this isn't a good idea. And he's like, sorry, Goose, you, I'm going to fucking do whatever I want. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm, I'm flying this plane. Yeah. So he buzzes the tower of the aircraft carrier or whatever. And this guy is like drinking coffee. He's about to get coffee. And I'm like, what time is it? He, Cause he's always drinking coffee. I'm like, what time in the day is oh, it? Oh, he can drink coffee all day long. I guess, but um, as soon as he buzzes the tower, it like rattles it and this dude spills coffee all over his chest yeah. and he's like, God damn it. Do you think if it's hot coffee, that's, that's going to hurt. Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the locker room again there and Maverick and Goose are celebrating, but Iceman and Slider are all like, no, no guys, we won. He's like, you went below the hard deck. That's automatic out. You mm-hmm. went out of bounds. And Maverick's like, rules are for pussies. No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes that you know he kind of does what he wants yeah well you got the name which i don't know how you get your own call sign like maverick merlin or goose mm-hmm. i don't know but you know maybe that's why he got they i won't i won't say it in the new one there's a character's name and sit but there's a bad idea to watch it before we recorded it because <laughs> i'm know. like well in the second one yes maverick he ironically has his name you know because he probably is such a maverick mm-hmm Slider and Iceman, it's going to be me editing so much out of here going like, and then Goose, and then Slider go, <laughs> Iceman says, well then, yeah, Iceman and Slider are like, you guys fucking lost, we came in first place because we were still there at the end, so we won the training, not you, you guys are kicked out. Yeah, so there. Yeah, so then they get called up to the principal's office here because mm-hmm. this guy who they buzzed the tower on is bitching Tom Skerritt and Michael Ironside out. Oh, he's pissed because he yeah. got hot coffee spilled on him. I don't blame him. Yeah. And you just see Maverick and Goose standing outside the office at attention and you hear this dude in the background. He's just like, he's like, they buzzed the tower. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then he walks out, and as soon as this dude walks out of the office, there's like a little a little dude like carrying coffee on a yeah. tray, and it spills on him. And he goes, God damn it! He goes, I want some butts! Like, he wants their butts. Give me some butts! Yeah, give me some butts! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So Maverick and Goose go into the office, and Viper's like, yeah, you you just had to break the fucking rules, mm-hmm. didn't you? I'm just, Tom Skerritt comes off as just a cool dude. He's just like... He was like, you broke the rule of 10,000 feet, and you broke a major rule of engagement. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, these rules are here for your safety. And he's like, either you follow them or your history. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah. And so they leave, and Goose has a very funny line because he's like, hey, Mav, uh, did you, you remember that phone number for the commercial we saw for truck driving? He's like, you think you could give that to me? Maybe mm-hmm. I could be a truck driver because Maverick sees uh, Charlie sitting in like an office and stuff, and he's like making eyes at her. Doesn't care about Goose is freaking out in the background. I know, right? But Viper and Jester have a little moment here for a minute where Jester's like, he's a total maverick. He doesn't follow the rules. He's a complete wild card. Mm-hmm. And Viper's like, yeah, well, he got you, didn't he? 
<laughs> and he's like, let me ask you a question. If it was, you know, if it was war or whatever, would you go into battle with him? And he's just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, boy, you want somebody that will take risks. Yeah. And, you know, be able to maneuver in the moment and not just go by the rules. Yeah. So, but then you don't want somebody so off the hinge that they just fucking kill everybody. Yeah. You really don't want him. And, and there's a scene later in this movie where he leaves. He leaves his wingman. Yeah, he does. He makes up for it, thankfully. But yeah, it's just like, you fucked up. You left your wingman, dude. Big he, time. That guy's going to get killed if this was in a real situation. So mm-hmm. later that evening, we're in like Tom Cruise's little bunk area or whatever. It seems like a nice little hotel type room. Yeah. But Goose comes over and he's like, you know, um, you really fucked me today with that flyby, dude. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm going to get kicked out of this program, too. You know, like, your actions will have consequences on me, asshole. Yeah, so don't just be thinking about yourself. Yeah, he makes mention, he's like, dude, I understand your dad. And he's like, you're, you're Duke Mitchell's kid, which that's a badass fucking name. Duke Mitchell? Duke Mitchell. Yeah. He's like, you're Duke Mitchell's kid, man, I get it. Like, whenever you're up there, you're flying against a ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I need to know that you're going to be able to be in the fucking moment, dude. And he's just like, yeah, that, that flyby was a really dumbass idea, wasn't it? And he's like, I will do better. And he says, Goose, he's like, you're my only family that I've got. Yeah, and he promises. So he means it. Yeah, because there's a backstory here of like Mavericks. Well, we'll get there in a second. So we're in a classroom scene now where Mavericks doing some sort of test. And it's very funny because they have like a little plastic plane on like a stick. So they can kind of do get an idea of things. But <laughs> I'm assuming they're taking like a test on like planes and how they move. But what do you need this little plastic toy for? I don't know. He's like, let's see, if I'm inverted, I would look like this, and the plane would be, like, right here. Okay. Or maybe if I went like this. Pew, pew, pew. And I think it talked about, like, so many degrees, like you're yeah. this degree, that degree, going down this degree. So maybe that helps them determine. Well, Charlie comes in, and she's, like, telling him. She's like, oh, did that answer on A? Yeah, that's not right. That answer on number 12? That's not right. Mm-hmm. And Slider, Val Kilmer's wing, or, uh, rear seat guy, is in the is sitting next to him, you know, hearing this. If I was him, I'd be like, hey, hey, don't, don't fucking help him. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the teacher's helping the student. Like, don't give him the answer. Why don't you help me out? Yeah, because she's like, oh, I would do this. And he's like... Well, if I was there, I would do this and this. And she's like, well, I don't think that's right. And she's, they're flirting, but yeah, she's giving oh, totally. him answers. <laughs> totally flirting. The injustice of it is she's giving him the answers. Mm-hmm. And this lady is getting ready to be fired. They'd be like, let's see, you had an affair with a student and then you gave him answers to a test? Yeah, out of here. You You're civilian. Civilian. We will not salute you. <laughs> you will not be saluted. Get the fuck out. As that door hits your ass on the way out, we are not saluting you. <laughs> But she gives him a piece of paper that has her address on it and says, like, be at my house at 530 sharp. Mm-hmm. And then we get possibly the greatest scene of the movie is the playing with the boys scene. Oh, yeah. We get the volleyball scene, which I told you I made a joke when we watched the movie of how I used to watch this movie a lot as a kid. I was just I always thought it was so cool. And as a, when I was younger, I wanted to be in the Navy like, oh, I would love to be a pilot. That seems like that'd be so fun to fly. Yeah. Joked around with you saying that my dad was probably like, probably shouldn't let him watch that movie a lot. He's rewinding that volleyball scene quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing about this volleyball scene that scene that I think they could have done without, I understand why they had everybody wearing their dog tags because they're in the military and that may be a thing that you just don't remove them. Yeah. Unless you're dead. But 
as far as filming it, you could tell where the cuts were off mm-hmm. on which way the their dog tags were. Like sometimes uh, they would be in the front and sometimes they would be flipped around in the back. And so you could kind of tell that it was off. Yeah. And, and that bugged me. I mean, that took me away from all of the hotness of that <laughs> scene. And I'm just like, these dog tags are all fucked. They're all flipped the wrong way. Every time when there's like different cuts of the scene, there's a different flip of the dog tag. And that just bothered me. I think you're the only woman that's ever said that. But like, I couldn't watch the scene because of their dog tags. I think every other woman was like, yes. I'm not your average. I know. <laughs> well, everybody is cut and shredded except Goose who's wearing his shirt, which I'd be that one dude wearing a shirt on this scene. But like Iceman, Slider, and Maverick, they're all shredded as shit playing volleyball and Maverick keeps checking his watch, like, yeah, I can play another game. I can play another game. But he leaves, and he goes over to Charlie's house, and he, you know, she's not, he knocks on the door because he's late, I guess, but she doesn't answer. So he goes around to her back door. Uh-huh. <laughs> said, That's not a metaphor. <laughs> to the door, back door of the house, sees that she's, like, making dinner or something, and she's like, oh, come on in. You know, you walked around to the back of the house. You went through my back gate, whatever the, what the fuck. Yeah. You're being very intrusive right now. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, playing volleyball, playing with the boys. You know, it's the, that was the song, playing with the boy. <laughs> and he's he's very crazy here because he's like, you know, if, uh, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go take a shower real quick. In her house. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd be like, nah, that's your cue to get the fuck out. Yeah, that's what she says, basically. She's like, I do mind. Yeah, no, good for her. She's like, I'm hungry, so no. Yeah, and I'd be like, um, you should have planned for this. You know, like, if you were coming over here, you shouldn't have been playing with the boys until, like, 5 o'clock, and now you're all sweaty as shit. Like, I'm sorry, but you're not. And even if someone else came to my house, like, if it was a first date or something and someone came there and said that, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be using my shower, and I don't even know who the hell you are. Right. And then we get more close-ups of his unibrow. <laughs> it's its own character in the movie. <laughs> just, I'm just like, whoa, why didn't they pluck that thing? Yeah, I guess. Why? I don't know. 80s were a different time, but they're eating dinner. And and I say that, but it doesn't look that bad. Yeah. It's just little things bother me like that. And that's, then, then I kind of get overly focused on it. Yeah, like the dog tags. So if you're just like, God, would you get off that damn unibrow? I'm probably not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. Hang on to your butts. Well, well, they're eating dinner later, and she's like, well, how is everything? And he's like, it's great, but you forgot the wine. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And she pours him a glass. I'd be like, fucking pour it, it yourself. Take that bottle and just bash it over his head. It's totally fine. He's yeah. being a freaking creep right now. He's being a real asshole, yeah. So later in the day or whatever, they're just sitting in her back porch and... They're listening to Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding. And she's like, oh, I love this song. And he's like, yeah, yeah, my uh, my mom used to listen to this song for hours on end. She would just sit in a room for hours and listen to this song over and over and over again. Yeah, what's wrong with his mom? I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> well, I imagine she's probably depressed. Yeah. Because she's like, well, what about your dad? And he's like, well, you would know more about that than I do because... He was in a mission or something like that, and he says, like, well, he supposedly he screwed up and got a lot of people killed or something, and now the mission's classified. And he's like, so you'd probably be able to access the file, but I can't. It's I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, that's got to be rough. Yeah, so I'm guessing the mom has, like, lost her husband, and now she's 
doesn't even know what happened and probably is in a deep depression. That's understandable. Very dark part of the movie. That is. And then he was like, well, you know, she used to sit and listen to this song for hours. She died shortly after. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and through this time, they're just like eye-fucking, like, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, this will be complicated. Mm-hmm. And he comes up and he's like, I'm going to go. And she's like, where? And he's like, to take a shower. And he just leaves her. I thought she, he was going to just go into her bathroom and take yeah. a shower. But then, no, he just leaves. And then I'm like, okay, now you're playing hard to get to get again. And, like, his emotions are complicated and, and they're confusing me. Yeah. And it's confusing her because she kind of looks at it. You know, he leaves and she's just kind of like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. He does have a very funny kind of weird creep line where he leans in and he's like, I enjoyed being here. And he just leaves. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, that's some creepy shit. Whoa. So th- we cut to a scene now that was filmed after the movie was completed because they were like, well, we need another scene of them. Like, it's weird. We cut to from a scene of them kind of flirting to a scene of them flirting again. But yes, this was filmed after the movie was done. It's an elevator scene where Tom Cruise is like got done working out. And apparently if you look close enough, his hair is longer than it is in the rest of the movie. And her hair is a different color, and she's wearing, like, a cap. It's, for... like, all up in the cap. Yeah. I know they're trying to hide it. But I guess they were like, well, we need another scene where they interact or something. No one's going to believe that they're in love if they don't have at least another scene where yeah. they talk. So They needed more eye-fucking. Yeah. Well, they're about to get down to the real fucking here because she's like, you know, I want to let you know that my research for the MIG is very important to me, and so is my job. She's like, I've got a job to do. And he's all like... He just keeps laughing in her face. He's just like, I know. I get you. (laughs) Oh, no, I understand. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. And some other dude gets on the elevator and they they have to part for a minute. But this dude's just kind of there being the third wheel. This would be me in an Mm -hmm. elevator. I'd be like, I think those people are getting ready to fuck. It was was a very uncomfortable moment. Yeah. (laughs) And he and the guy, third guy ends up leaving and. I thought he stopped the elevator, but I guess he just hit the button. But he gets in her face, and he's just like, thank you. I'm glad we got that straight. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to kiss you, but I'm not. Again, another, just just a tease. He's just a tease. Yeah, whatever. Well, so we're back in the classroom in the next scene here, and, and Viper, Tom Scarrett's kind of talking about, I guess they had like a flight thing they did, and they're kind of going over what happened. And Charlie comes in, and she's giving shit to Maverick. She's like, this maneuver that you did up there, you know, why would you do that? And he's like, well, you know, it was what I felt was right. She's like, you know, the textbooks or whatever say that you should have done this, this, and this. And he's like, she's like, what were you thinking? He's like, you don't think up there. If you think, you're dead. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, your maneuver actually worked, but we're going to go ahead and say that, you know, this is an example of what never to do in a plane. Mm-hmm. Like a little hurt schoolboy, he's like, gets out of the class and runs off. He he's does. Like, man. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you said that. Talking in front of shit. all my friends. Although Slider does have a good move. Iceman's second guy, he does have a thing where he leans over to Maverick and he's like, it's the gutsiest move I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. He, do- he does this bitch move where he gets on his motorcycle and she's like kind of running after him. She's like, Lieutenant. She's like, Lieutenant. Lieutenant, hey. And he gets on the motorcycle and he starts revving it up. And she's like, Maverick, Maverick. And he's like, I can't hear you. What? Fucking asshole. So he takes off and she has a Porsche. I think they said the car was. I looked it up. They said it's actually fake. It mm. is not a real one for the movie. Okay. 
but she's ready to to do 13 car pileup trying to because he drives off and she drives through an intersection going after him yeah she's ready to kill other people and herself just to catch him i'll kill us all just to tell you (laughs) so it's funny because she drives through and then he stops and he says a funny line where he's like he's like jesus christ you call me dangerous up there and she's like i wasn't finished with what i said she's like i have to go over she's like basically saying like i have to be the teacher I have to tell you what I really feel, you know, but I'm afraid because I'm falling for you, mm-hmm. which that line didn't really feel like it hit very well. And I thought it was funny because like when he was talking to her and he was getting all up in her face, he kind of had his fist really close to her face. Like ready? <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? He was oh, like, no. and he had his fist up and I was just like, don't put your fist in. Don't. Don't like even mime that. Don't. Don't fist anywhere towards anybody's face. Don't you fist this woman. <laughs> Don't you fist her. That's wrong and it's painful. That was like, they're like, hey, Tom, um, can you put your fist down? It doesn't look like, it looks like you're about to hit her in the face. <laughs> it did to me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, it just automatically comes up when I'm talking to a woman. I, I don't think. <laughs> no, I mean. There's been no evidence he's ever hit women, but it's just funny. No. Where they yeah. were like, all right, we're on take 85. Go ahead, Tom. You son of a bitch. And he's like, Tom, put your fist. Okay, we're going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's what I took from it. But probably, of course, they didn't mean that in the movie because they end up you know having a steamy kiss here this is it this is it right here yeah they take my breath away by berlin is playing and this actually won the academy award for best song mm-hmm. um, i told you when we were sitting in because they played this before the movie we went to alamo draft house they played this whole video and uh, and apparently the trivia is the oscars whoever was putting it on the producers or whatnot asked berlin the singer the lady of the band whoever the who? is it a lady <laughs> the lady they were like, oh, would you like to come, since you're nominated, would you like to come and perform the song at the Oscars this year? And she's like, oh, great, cool. Am I going to perform the whole song? And they're like, no, to save time, we're only going to have you perform like a little snippet of it. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And she later said she regretted it because she ended up winning and wasn't there for it. Yeah, man. That's a huge regret. Yeah. I'm sure for her. Yeah, well um yes this is the sex scene it's very awkward it's very awkward it's blue like the whole scene is just blue and this was added after the movie because i guess test screenings were like well we never saw him have sex oh gotta have a sex scene so they're like all right we'll get tom cruise and kelly mcgillis back in here and it's weird you get tongue kissing you get some thrusting it's it's just awkward it's a thing it happened there thank god you mind if i say this about top gun too there is nothing as awkward as this in the new Top Gun. No. Because I was, we were sitting in the theater, and where you think a scene might happen doesn't. And I was sitting there going, be like, okay, well, we're going to watch another sex scene in this theater of like 100 people. And I looked over at you. I was trying to, <laughs> to gauge your reaction, and you're just like staring straight forward. And I'm like, I don't know what he's thinking. Oh, I'm just like, it is what it is. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I did watch a movie in the theater with a hist- called The History of Violence, and that has a scene where the main character and his wife's 69. Whoa. So you're just kind of like, oh boy. <laughs> My friend Andrew had a very funny moment. He watched that movie separately in the theater, and when that happened, he said some guy in the back was like, what is this movie rated? <laughs> 69. Yeah. <laughs> PG-69. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
So we get like a little backstory. Um, Jester is kind of narrating this whole time. He's like, oh, Iceman's in the lead right now by two points. He's like, Maverick is in second place. Mm-hmm. And we get the whole need for speed scene where it's just Maverick and Goose walking. And he's like, I feel the need. The need, need for, for speed. speed. Oh, I think we missed it, but it doesn't matter anything. But Meg Ryan has shown up now. I yeah. think she shows up earlier in the movie, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah, she's Goose's wife, and she shows up with, like, their little boy. She can, It's funny. She comes off the plane, and she's all, like, crazy. She She's supposed to be wild, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because she shows up to Goose, and she's like, ah! ah. <laughs> she's coming at him with a knife. <laughs> so we get another training, and Viper shows up. Tom Scared is actually in the air with them now, and they're training, and... Jester has a line here where he's like, good morning, everybody. It's 110 degrees outside. And I'm like, God damn. Jesus. But they have this whole thing where, you know, Maverick wants to get Viper and he is Hollywood's wingman. He leaves Hollywood to go after Viper. Mm-hmm. And there's a, everyone says goddamn so much in this movie, which I wonder how much they can actually swear like in the military. Aren't they recording these, I imagine? No. They record astronauts. There's very funny. Uh, you can read the captured dialogue of astronauts. There's one, I forget which mission it was, but there's one where somebody farted and they're all like discussing it. And like, <laughs> all right, who farted? Who farted in here? That's oh so nasty. So since everything's being recorded for, you know, safety's sake or whatever, you can read the, the transcripts of that. But I wonder if they're recording these pilots where they're like, God damn it, Maverick, you son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, he leaves Hollywood's side and Hollywood's like, God damn it, Maverick. Mm. And Maverick is going after Viper. And as he tries to go after Viper, Jester shoots him from behind. He's like, I got you. Yikes. Wrong move. Uh, Viper does have a funny line when they're going after each other. Viper is like, damn, this kid's good. Everyone keeps talking about how good Maverick is. Mm-hmm. So Jester, they're in the locker room again. The, ho- the locker room in this movie plays a very big role. Does, <laughs> they're always yeah, in it. You know? A Jester says to Maverick, he's like, that was some of the best flying I've ever seen. Right up until the point where you got killed. Mm-hmm. He's like, never leave your wingman. Yeah. And Jester's like, never leave your wingman. Yeah. Like you said, I just love doing that voice. <laughs> never leave your wingman. But Ice is like, you're dangerous. He's like, you're as dangerous as the enemy. We don't know what side you're on. He's like, you, you leave us up there alone. And Maverick again to Goose, like he's an abusive boyfriend tell, to Goose. He's like, I won't do it again. It was so stupid. (laughs) I promise. That's why I was like, I made sure I'm like, he promised. Yes. I promise, baby, it won't happen again. Well, that's why I put it up here because I was just like, why would anyone ever believe him? Mm -hmm. And I think we missed it at some point. I don't know. All these locker room scenes bleed together. But Iceman does do the famous line where he calls Maverick dangerous. And he's like, you are dangerous. And he's like, that's right. I'm fucking dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> he has the crazy Scientology eyes in that scene. Yeah, that, yeah this is a little little crazy eyes Yeah, because like, you are dangerous. Like, That's right. <laughs> I am dangerous. And he goes, ice. And he like dusts off his shoulder. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Iceman does the, I don't know if I can get that on, on the thing. Oh, I but heard he, it. He does the teeth. Eesh. Yeah. Mm. I, a little backstory on that. One of my teeth, like they're so brittle on the bottom because I had braces. So now they're up. But. One of my teeth broke a little bit, like kind of cracked. And I've been dealing with that ever since, like years. And go to the dentist, they shave it off a little bit. Oh, it still feels rough. Mm. Pain in the ass. Tough. I don't know why they're breaking. I keep doing that. Um, So we're doing another training mission here. And it shows that like Maverick and, and Iceman are, I think, like tied in the lead or something like that. Or 
whatever. The whole like them having points is kind of very in the background of this movie. But you know, Iceman and Maverick are like tied, so they're going off on another flight mission here, and Hol or uh, Iceman is in the in the front trying to get a lock on whoever it is they're going after. And he, I don't know why, but he keeps saying like, he's like, I got him 20 seconds. I'll have him 10 more seconds. And Maverick's in the back. Like son of a bitch. Look at him. I can, he's like, I can take the shot right here. And he's like, 10 more seconds. And he's like, ice, get the hell out of there. He's like, I'll take the shot. So Iceman is like, I can't get the shot. He pulls away. And as he does, like Maverick and goose fly through the jet wash of the plane. Yeah. And, they kind of explain what happened, but I think like the the exhaust or jet wash or whatever, kind of fucked their plane up. Like went through their engines or something because they lose control mm -hmm. and they lose the their engines go out and then it shows the plane kind of like doing like a twirl. And Maverick's like, Goose, I can't reach the ejection handle. You're gonna have to punch us out. And he Goose pulls the ejection handle and the canopy, like the glass above their head, shoots up. Maverick gets out okay, but Goose, like, gets fired right into the glass. Mm -hmm. Which, my grandma was in the, the Air Force with my grandfather, and for some reason we were watching this movie. Hopefully I didn't have to see that sex scene with her. Maybe we just flipped it on at the scene. <laughs> but she said, and I don't remember it because I was so little, but something to the effect of, like, they, the canopies now, like, fire back. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have that possibility of them flying up into it. Right. Because they fall into the ocean... And I always thought it was very cool. They have, like, these dye packs that go off in the ocean to show it, like, water's green around them. Yeah, that was neat. And it looks like they also have, like, flotation devices as well. Because when the hol helicopter comes and gets them, they're, like, in this kind of, like, raft. Yeah, they, I mean, they're set. Like, yeah. Like, if they have to eject, they're going to be, they're going to be okay. But Goose's head is all bloodied and shit. And Maverick, yeah. like, swims up to him and, like, won't let him go. And when the divers or whatever come and get him in the helicopter, the guy is like, you gotta let him go. It's like, you gotta let him go, sir. We gotta pick him up. And mm -hmm. it shows them, like, pulling Goose up by, like, a rope into the helicopter. And his body's, like, lifeless. Yeah. And I forgot this part. And I'm just like, well, he just hit his head. You know, he'll At be fine. How many miles an hour? I, <laughs> I don't know. know. Mm. You think that the, hel uh, the, um, the helmet would take the impact. But I don't know. Maybe he broke his neck or something. So we show Maverick. He's in, like, this bathroom. And this is such a funny scene. He's standing there. Like, he's got, like, his arms down on the table, and his ass is out in these tidy whities mm -hmm. He's, like, just staring into this mirror, and Tom Skerritt comes in, and he just goes, oh, Goose is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and Maverick's like, I know. And he's just like, it'll happen. He's like, shit happens. He's like, the more often you fly, the greater chances that you have with something will go wrong. And he says something to the effect of, like, it will happen again. He's like, you just have to learn how to deal with it. He's like, you got to let him go. Yeah, it's like, like uh, right away, <laughs> don't mourn, it's cool, just forget about it. Yeah, he's like, gotta let him go, kid. Things happen. Jesus. So there's a scene with Charlie and Maverick, and she's just like, I want to help, you know, whatever I can do to help you. And he's like, okay, whatever. He's like, I just, Maverick has a very sad line where he's just like, I just want him back so bad. Mm. Never crying once in this point. <laughs> no, but it's a sad moment. And Meg Ryan, it shows her, like, sitting in this office or whatever, crying. And Maverick goes into Goose's apartment and, like, takes stuff out of there. I don't know why. That was weird. He takes his dog tags, which is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, if my husband, if my wife, I said my husband, <laughs> if my wife was in the military and died, I would want her dog tags. Be like, right. 
this is what they love to do. I want it as a reminder. But yeah, he takes those. He's like, yoink. And uh, <laughs> he's sad and he sees Meg Ryan and she's crying, but she does give a line where she's like, he loved flying with you, but if anything happened, he would have kept flying. He would have hated it, but he would have kept going. Mm-hmm. And then I start crying because Meg is crying. Yeah. It was just a very emotional point for me. And this is funny because this is where Tom Cruise can't get there. Meg Ryan is crying her eyes out and he keeps looking up to the ceiling like, come on, tears. Come on, tears. God damn it. Come on. Come out of my face. This is a sad moment. And she's just bawling. I hear it like in real life. He's a very like pumped up kind of guy, like yeah. almost like a little cheerleader. Yeah. It's so I bet like crying just isn't a natural thing for him. He's got, and I said it at the beginning, I think, but he's gotten better because he does cry in the new one. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actual tears. Yeah. He does the movie star thing where it's like you can see his eyes are tearing up. Right. So I'm like, okay, he got better. I think he was pretty young at this point. And he, he was. just didn't know, they didn't have CG to put him in at that point. Yeah. He has the whole baby face and everything in yeah. this. Yeah. So we get into like a little military hearing very quickly, and they were like, oh, what happened wasn't Maverick's fault. The plane fucked up, and. He could never have fixed it. No one could have fixed it at that point. So Maverick is cleared of all charges and can fly again immediately. And Viper tells Jester where he's like, get him up in the plane. Like he he needs to get back on there and get Mm -hmm. over it. He needs to let this son of a bitch goose go. Yeah. He has no time for mourning. He just got to let him go. We got to get him back up there. Jeez, man. Give him a second to breathe, would ya? Yeah, I know. Well, we're in training again and Maverick has a new rear guy, his sundown. Which this guy, uh, I think, is the only black character in the movie, maybe. But he went on to be in Walker, Texas Ranger as the second in-command guy or whatever. But nice. Good for him. Jester, it's so funny, is in front of Maverick, and he's kind of like, he's trying to give him one for the team. Where he's like, Maverick, come on. He's like, come on, take it. He's like, take the shot. <laughs> woo I'm right here. Yoo-hoo. And Maverick, Look at me, big boy. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, I fucked up. I'm right in front of you in perfect firing range. And... And Sundown's like, Maverick, take the shot. He's right there. And Maverick's like, it it doesn't look good. No, I can't take it. Mm. And Jester's like, God damn it. He's like, I gave him a freebie and he didn't take it. <laughs> so they have like a little fight as they're walking away from the plane. Sundown's like, dude, Maverick, you had it. He's like, what'd you do, Maverick? And he gets in his face and he does the whole like, I'll fire when I'm goddamn good and ready. Yeah. <laughs> and Jester, is funny, is talking to Viper in the corner and he's like, yeah, this kid's fucked. He's like, we got to dump him. And Viper's like... It's only his first flight back. <laughs> like, nobody wants to give him a second. Yeah. Well, Viper is like, uh, it'll be okay. Well, yeah, but everybody else is just like, blah. It's very nice because, again, in the locker room, like the main character of the movie almost, <laughs> this locker room, <laughs> Maverick's kind of like getting all dressed and stuff, and Iceman's like, I'm sorry about Goose. We all liked him. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm sorry. It's a very nice moment. It was nice. So Maverick shuts his his locker, and then we just cut to Wolfman, who we have not heard from very much in this movie. Mm-mm. And you were very confused at this point, mm-hmm. because Wolfman picks up a phone, and he goes, yeah, it's Wolfman. Maverick just quit. <laughs> I'm like, And you were like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? I'm like, he's in the class. He's been Was in he here. hidden in this locker room the whole time? <laughs> Which is, this scene doesn't make any difference, because in the next scene, Maverick is in the bar, and Charlie comes in and basically does the same thing. Mm-hmm. So why did we need this character that we have not heard from give this dialogue? No, it's very confusing. It's very strange. Yes, he's in the background, which if you paid attention, you could see him. But yeah, he's just, he's, I bet if he signs, if he signs posters at like Comic-Con and stuff, this guy, where he's like, 
signs it. Yeah, it's Wolfman. Maverick just quit. That's his line. <laughs> uh, hello, can you sign? Uh, yeah, it's Wolfman. Maverick just quit. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's Maverick. It's just Wolf. It's Wolfman. Maverick just quit. The only line you have in the movie. Yeah, pretty much. So, it's funny, Charlie's like, oh, I'll have the same drink that he's having. And she says something like vodka tonic. And he's like, uh, no, I'm just drinking just, water. Just ice water. And she's like, oh, God, what a pussy. I'll have uh, water, I guess. I guess I'm not drinking today. But she tells him that she got a job in Washington and she'll be taking that shortly and leaving mm-hmm. and offers him help. She's like, I'm just here to help, you know. It wasn't your fault what happened with Goose. It was a fucked up situation. I'm just here to help you. And he's like, I don't remember asking for your help. Gosh, dang it. And she's like, okay, all right then. I see where we're at. And it was, she does give another burn. She burns him hard here because she's like, I see the only thing you've learned how to quit, to do is to quit. And you're very good at it. Mm-hmm. God, what a burn. Which this is just the whole stage of grieving. Yeah. I mean, it, she's, he's just going through it. And people just needed to chill. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. And then. So she leaves and Maverick goes and visits Viper, which it's so funny because throughout this movie, the instructors at Top Gun, they all have hats that say Top Gun on them. And I wonder if that was just made for the movie. Like, is that what the crew was wearing? They were like, oh, I'm working on a movie called Top Gun. And like, well, we need to have these guys have hats. So he's just he has a hat that says Top Gun on it, which is just the funniest thing to me. It was like, yeah, yeah, I work at Top Gun. I have a hat that says Top Gun on it. Maybe that was just their part of like trying to get some merch out there after the movie (laughs) maybe like we're gonna make these hats and sell them because everybody in the movie wore them so everybody's gonna want them yes because maverick goes to viper and viper puts his top gun hat on he's like oh by the way maverick i know you uh dropped out but you can pick up your top gun hat for 1995 at the store (laughs) at your local store wherever you live but maverick goes to viper's house and it's funny because viper's family is there and his wife is like oh hi maverick i mean how does he know his family yeah She's just very welcoming. She's very, yeah. That's all I got. Uh, I guess there's a history there because she's like, oh, Maverick, hey, come on in. And and uh, Viper, Tom Skerritt, comes down and, you know, he's all like, I quit, you know, and they're talking. And Viper actually tells him that he flew with Maverick's dad. Yeah. On that famed mission. Yeah. He's like, what happened up there? And he goes, my, we were in a deep or something. There was so many bad guys, so many MiGs or whatever up there. And he's like, your dad went back in and saved like three planes, but ended up getting shot down himself and dying and mm-hmm. he's like it's classified because when it all was said and done they were over some border that they shouldn't have been so they classified it and he's like i'm telling you this but it could ruin my career yeah he's like it's all classified and stuff but uh don't fucking tell anybody yeah this is just between us okay no maverick listen to me maverick look at me in the face i'm swear i swear i will get fired and possibly <laughs> hung for telling you this information <laughs> It's funny, at the end, Maverick's like, well, when my dad was over that border and saved three planes, Viper's like, God damn it. Now I gotta go into hiding. <laughs> They're like, Viper, you are uh, being hung for treason telling about classified information. How do you know it was me? You were Maverick's, the only... Maverick's telling everybody. If Viper, you were the only one that survived that mission. And, uh... <laughs> that too. <laughs> and uh, the government said that we should have just killed you so you didn't tell anybody. I, I agreed we should have. And look at what happened now. You're telling everybody again. He had a good line, too, when he told Maverick that he's like, I'm not going to blow sunshine up your ass. <laughs> yeah. But he tells him he's like a good pilot evalu- evaluates what happens and you have to push it. And he's like, you got to push pu- it real good. Push it to the limit. <laughs> push it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, Maverick, let me tell you this. You have enough credits to graduate. 
He's like, so it's up to you. You show up to that graduation tomorrow, or you don't. Whatever. Either the movie ends here, or it ends after a bitch and dog fight if you come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then we get another scene of Maverick. He's like sitting on his motorcycle when a plane flies by, and he's all like, hmm, how much do I love flying? Do I love planes? Mm. Do I love this? <laughs> Is this moment good? I think I do. I think we skipped it over, and, and I'll just mention it very quickly, but we did min- skip a scene where they're playing piano in a bar with Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a funny scene because there's being assholes playing a piano in a bar full of people. Yeah. Yeah, that, it was pretty funny. Uh, the song they sing. Great Balls of Fire. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I remember that because when I was a kid, I would sing that all the time. Yeah. You're like, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. You take my knob and you rattle my brain. brain. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I would do the whole piano thing, even though I didn't know how to pia- play piano. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was a, it was a big thing. Which, by the way, it is funny because Meg Ryan is talking about, in that scene, Meg Ryan is talking about all the women Tom Cruise has had sex with mm-hmm. to Charlie. And she's like, oh, what about Penny, the Admiral's daughter? Hey, that comes into play. Jennifer Connelly's character in the movie is named Penny, which, in the new one, which you don't get unless you just were eagle-eyed about it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I didn't know. Me either. We watched this the day before, and I didn't catch it. But I looked up reviews on it, and people were like, "Oh my god, she was mentioned in the first movie." I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Bravo to those people that get those tiny details. Yeah, because sadly Kelly McGillis is not back in it. Right. But it is funny in that scene too, real quick, because at the end of that scene, they all gather around the piano and just start singing at the top of their lungs. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole table full of people behind them. It's a whole restaurant. And if full it was people. me, I'd be like, God damn, I, I'm trying to fucking eat here. Yeah. But so the next scene after he talks to Viper to go forward, I know we're all kind of all over the place, but I just didn't want to not mention that whole piano scene. Uh, We're at graduation. Some dude we've never seen before again leans over to another dude and goes, where's Maverick? (laughs) Just some guy we've never met or maybe we have. It's all about Maverick. They're all wearing aviator sunglasses so you don't know who's who. Except for Sundown because he's the only black man in this movie. They look like hot shots. Yeah. Which, that is a very funny movie that mm-hmm. makes fun of this movie. It is. And so they're all, after graduation, they're all drinking because it shows champagne. Hell yeah. And Celebrating. Wouldn't you know it, Iceman and Slider got the first spot. They are Top Gun. Yay! They are the big guys because Maverick dropped out. But Maverick does show up. He's in his dress whites and he's like, walks up to Ice and Slider and he's like, congratulations, you guys deserve it. Yeah, that was, that was nice. I had a little bonding moment. Yeah, and they're like, well, thank you. And... I guess World War Three starts now because Viper and Jester come up and they're like, all right, some of you guys are getting assignments right away. Like there's a, uh, I guess a ship like lost power or something and drifted into enemy waters. So now there's planes all over the place. Something to that effect. Get it. So they're like, all right, Iceman, Slider, you're going. Maverick, you're going too. And they're... And uh, Viper has a nice line here where he's like, all right, Maverick, you'll get your rear guy, um, you know, you'll get assigned. Oh, I have that. It was an assignment to protect a rescue mission. So For the boat, I think. Yeah, so people were going in to rescue them, and they were just kind of covering them. Flying in? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha, okay. Well, Viper has a nice line where he's like, Maverick, when you get to the ship, you'll get assigned to your, your new rear pilot. He's like, if they don't, call me. I'll fly with you. Yeah, that was nice. Which is funny because he's a pilot. Does he know how to do all that shit back there? I don't know. I mean, I assume so. I guess it would be hilarious if he's in the back with him and he's like, all right, talk to me. He's like, what, where are we at? And he's like, oh, I don't know how to work this shit. <laughs> he's like, I'll just wing it. Yeah. Get it. Uh, wing oh. it. Well, there's. 
he's like, well, there's nobody around because uh, in my eyesight that I can see. Um, if I knew how to work this radar, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, they're in, and it's very funny because every time they're on this aircraft carrier, they're back on the aircraft carrier they started on with Stinger, James Tolkien again. Everybody is sweating their balls off in these scenes. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because I totally forgot about how sweaty everybody was. In the very beginning, when Maverick and Cougar are doing their shit, like they're in the calm room and they're like, oh, what's going on? And it's like, there's two MiGs. Everybody is sweating, mm-hmm. which I'm happy to say in not to keep doing it, but in Top Gun 2, in the same kind of room area they're in, everybody's sweating again mm-hmm. because I guess there's just no air conditioning in there. I, I imagine it's hot as fuck. Maybe those instruments put off a lot of heat. And I thought they did pretty good with the scenes because it's, again, sweat's kind of like the thing is of dog tags. Yeah. You know, you can have a ton of it. And then the next shot, you have like hardly any. Kind of like a show that we watched. Yes. Where she was super sweaty. And then the next scene, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I'm like, which one was it? We watched so many shows. I know. Um, so uh, Maverick does get Tim Robbins. Uh, which I don't know if we said it at the first, but he was in the Shawshank Redemption. He mm. went on to be in so many movies, mm. but this was like one of his first. Uh, Tom Cruise gets Merlin as his rear guy. And as they're all kind of getting their assignments and stuff on the ship, you know, he's like, Iceman, you and Slider will take off and then Maverick will be be behind you like after like two minutes or something behind in order to provide cover for you if needed. And they all get up and Iceman kind of shittily walks up to Stinger, James Tolkien, and is like, uh, you know, Maverick, is it, uh, is that really such a good idea? And, to, and James Tolkien's <laughs> like, Ice, I know what you're going to say. Just do it. But he's kind of like, you know, uh, Maverick's kind of fucked up in the head right now. Is this a good idea? He's still grieving, and I think uh, maybe we're best without him. You know, Maverick was sleeping on the plane ride over here to this aircraft carrier, and he kept saying goose. Except in his sleep, he kept being like, talk to me, goose. <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. And then he cried in his sleep. So I don't... Is he the best guy for this mission? He's all we've got. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so Holly, well, no, Hollywood and Wolfman and Iceman and Slider, take, get, take, they take off first. Mm-hmm. So they're going and they're all flying and they're all of a sudden like five different MiGs show up, they say. And they're all freaking out. Iceman's like dodging and ducking and dodging and weaving left and right and... One of the MiGs shoots a missile off and actually hits Hollywood. And Hollywood goes down, but you see him eject and, like, you know, their air, their uh, parachutes go off. Right. Which in the trivia, it says they only had the ability to shoot two missiles off for the movie. And they filmed it as many different ways as they could. They had, like, a million different cameras basically set up to get it from every different angle so they could reuse it in the movie. Wow. So if you see this missile shot, it's more than likely one of two (laughs) that they were only able to shoot that's really neat yeah so Iceman is left alone in the air and i've read online people saying that this is why he won top gun is because he's able to survive with five migs Mm -hmm. for like 30 seconds to a minute or something like that yeah until maverick catches up yeah because maverick gets you know he gets launched off the aircraft carrier and he says it. he's like maverick supersonic i'll be there in 30 seconds Mm. and so they get up there, and missiles are being shot, and Iceman, he gets hit in the back, you know, of the plane. They get, like, fired upon with, with rounds. They, like, machine gun shoot him in the back, and one of his engines goes out. And Maverick gets up there, and he's, like, trying to help out, but then he, he freaks out. 
he he starts to freak out and he he pulls away. And again, it's another great line where they're like, Maverick's disengaging, sir. And Stinger, James Tolkien, goes, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, this is when Maverick's having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and Tim Robbins in the back is so funny. He's like, Maverick, what the hell are you doing? Maverick, we got to get back in there. Mm. I guess it's all alone. Maverick. <laughs> yeah, everybody's yelling at him like, what the hell, dude? But and then he, this is the famous line where he's like, talk to me, Goose. Yeah, he has his dog tags in his hand. He's like, talk, talk to me, Goose. And Goose... The ghost of Goose is like, get the fuck back in there. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you doing? Well, he has a change of heart, so he gets back in there. And he, you know, he does his famous move where it's a funny line where one of the MiGs is coming back in. And he's like, Merlin, Tim Robbins is like, oh, he's going to get a lock on us. And he's like, I'm bringing him in closer. He's like, you're going to do what? (laughs) He's like, I hit the brakes and it'll fly right by. And uh, I counted it. Maverick shoots down three. Mm. Three planes. Very nice. Two. He shoots. Wait. I don't know. Two or three. Okay. Ice gets one of them. And then the other one, as they say, bugs out. It was like, you know, like the other MIG is bugging out. And everybody in the calm room just like celebrates. Like, woo. Woo, they did it. So Maverick and Iceman are flying. And Ice or uh, Maverick is like, permission to buzz the tower. And this guy's like, uh, that's negative. We are full. <laughs> and Maverick laughs. But him and Iceman both fly by the tower mm-hmm. and this guy coffee gets spilled all over him and he just goes god damn that guy <laughs> there's so much god damn in this movie. yeah there is a cool scene where um maverick is about to get shot down in the fight and merlin's like maverick you got a break ride or something and he's like i'm not leaving my wingman mm-hmm. and he's like maverick you gotta get going and he's like i'm not leaving ice not doing it yeah so he learned his lesson he's not gonna leave yeah, him again he did. so they land on the aircraft carrier and they have this whole thing where Iceman and Maverick, they're like, Iceman's like, you can be my wingman any time. Or he goes, you're still dangerous, but you could be my wingman any time. Yeah. He's like, little did he know that he was going to be signing that for the rest of his life on posters. (laughs) But Maverick's like, bullshit, you could be mine. Yeah. And they give a hug. And they hug, and they're best friends forever. Yeah. Best friends forever. And then um, there's a scene where Maverick is like standing on the side of the aircraft carrier, and he has Goose's dog tags. And he's like, should I give these to Meg Ryan? Nah. Nah, and he throws them into the ocean. Ah. (laughs) And then later in the movie, I assume, Meg Ryan's like, have you seen Goose's dog tags? I would love to give that to his son someday. He's like, your father was a great man. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know. What? What? No, I don't have those. I thought I gave them to you. She's like, by the way, I saw you in Goose's uh, like little apartment. Did you take a bunch of shit from his room? Like, Just stuff that I loaned him. My my tapes, you know, I loaned him. And uh, CD, pl- or CD player, like a tape player, you know, just things that I had loaned him. Not his dog tags. Nope, not that. So there's a funny scene here where James Token comes in at the end and he's like, Maverick, he, has, he says something to the effect of like, you're on every newspaper in the English-speaking world. So I guess he's a hero now. Yeah. And... I'm assuming World War Three is happening because they've shot down these enemy planes. So now this fucking war is going to start. But he's like, what is Token says, like, you can have any assignment you want. What's the assignment you want next? And to- and Maverick's like, well, I was thinking of uh, thinking of uh, coming back to be an instructor. Yeah. And he goes, Top Gun, God help us. <laughs> <laughs> and at this time, the lieutenant blows cigarettes or cigar smoke yeah. in his face. Yeah. And I'm just like. Oh, that just makes me sick. Yeah. Like, because I know, like, cigar smoke makes my stomach upset. Right. Like, I have never smoked a cigar, but just the smell of it, I just 
want to vomit. Yeah, it's kind of a shitty move, but if ever it's the 80s, so I'm sure everybody's smoking, so you're just used to it. Yeah, he's probably like, whatever, but still. Yeah, I just love the way that this guy talks. James Tolkien, where he's like, Top Gun? He's like, God, help us. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts laughing. <laughs> so we cut now to the end where Tom Cruise is sitting back in this bar, and he's like drinking and stuff, and a hand comes out of nowhere and turns the jukebox on to turn on You've Lost That Love and Feeling. And he's like, what? Yeah, he gets up and goes over to look at it, and there's nobody there. And then he turns around, and there's Charlie. Hey! And he's like, well, what are you doing here? I thought you were in Washington. And she's like, well, I heard the best pilot in the world was here, so I had to come see how big his dick was. No. <laughs> and she's like, I just had to come see the best pilot in the world. And, and then Tom Cruise is like, huh. They have this back and forth they do throughout the movie where he's like, oh, well, you know, the first time I tried this, it went really bad. I crashed and burned. And she's like, mm. how'd the second time go? And he said that to her at the bar. And he's like, it's going pretty good. We'll see how it goes. And he says that again to her. He was like, you know, the first time I tried this, it didn't go well. And she's like, oh, well, how's the second time? And he's like, it's going pretty good. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise says, like, this is going to be complicated. Like oh, what she said. Yeah, that's funny. And then we get a victory lap, as they say, where we're playing You've Lost That Love and Feeling, but it's showing all the actors in the movie, like with their names. Yeah. Where it's like, Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, featuring the stars of the movie. Hey! And then that's it. We get like a plane taking off the aircraft carrier, and that's the movie. Yeah. Everybody lives happily ever after until this year in the new Maverick. When more shit happens. More stuff. Um, I enjoy it. It's... It's cheesy. One thing I didn't mention is that the Navy set up recruitment booths outside the theaters mm. when the movie came out. And they're, I think I read something of like their recruitment rates went up like 500%. Oh man, I bet. People were like, whoa, Top Gun, I gotta get in the Navy. Man, they make it look so cool and, yeah. and kind of fun, a little dangerous, edgy, you know. Man, yeah. I'd want to go. Yeah, you would. And I did as a stupid kid. I I got sucked into it where I'm like, I want to join the Navy. It's going to be cool. Wait, it's just sitting around or sitting around a lot of the times flying and, and flying may not be the all, all that I do or I have to do physical training and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they left out all the bad parts that you have to go through. So, but I thought it was good. Yeah, I it's, really enjoyed it. It's still a fun movie, just a classic movie. And it's funny, like, this new movie everyone's saying is better than the original, which I think it is. It actually has yes. more story than this one does. Mm -hmm. This one doesn't really have much of a story to it. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are really confusing in this one, mm -hmm. which I, I kind of now understand after watching both of them. Yeah. But, like, if you were just to watch this first one, you'd just be kind of like, okay, well, this is a good movie. Yeah. There's some parts I don't understand, but it would, it really, it was good. Yeah, this the second one really expands on the characters. Mm -hmm. You have a story. That's been some complaint where there's like, well, the story is a little light in this new one. But I feel like it's more of a story than this one where it's like, oh, he loses his friend, he's depressed, and then he becomes awesome again. Right. So. Yeah. Exactly. So we have a new series, if you haven't heard. Um, it is called Celebrity Spotlight. And that's just kind of where we put a spotlight on a celebrity and talk about them from birth until death. And if you haven't checked that out yet, we do have our first one up, which is on Lucille Ball. We encourage you to go and listen to it. And if you like it, please um, submit a rate and review and share with a friend. Even if you like this episode, we'd love that. 
just some more, um, we're just trying to get some more um, followers and just kind of creating something here. We're just being creative. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. I always forget. There's like one that I'm like forgetting. And you can also email us at thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com if you have suggestions, if you want to uh, suggest a movie or even a celebrity. With a celebrity, the only thing is they have to be in like a movie or a film and they have to be dead. They have to be passed away. Mm-hmm. So all of that, we thank you for listening and we really appreciate everything. Yeah, and we will announce what we're doing next. We'll, we'll get back to you and we'll put it on our social media, what movie is coming next as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all. Thank you. Bye-bye.